What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Well, hello there, millionaire insurance producers. My name is Charles Specht. I am the host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. It is great to have you with us today. And like always, I'm going to start diving right into this thing because the topic here, I feel, can absolutely revolutionize everything you're doing for not only the present, but really for next year and going forward. 2022. Right now, we're going to talk about LinkedIn, how to use it, how not to use it, how you can actually use it to begin prospecting, setting appointments, winning new business, and so forth. In fact, the title of today's podcast episode is How to Prospect Using LinkedIn. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are connected with me on LinkedIn. Maybe that's even how you first found out about the actual podcast. But I actually am very, very active on social media. I am very active on Facebook. I am very active on Twitter. I am very active on LinkedIn. I use each of those platforms for different things. Facebook is where I connect with friends and family, and I really just talk about personal issues whenever I put out something. Twitter, um, definitely a little bit different. I use that more of kind of like a news outlet and voicing my opinion on things that matter to me most. Instagram, I'm just uh, looking at influencers out there, just kind of seeing what the rich and the famous are doing. But for business purposes, when it comes to actually using uh, social media for business purposes, LinkedIn is where I spend my time. It is how I have developed my relationships. It is how I have developed my brand. It is how I actually spend most of my time marketing. It is my number one, my number two, and my number three form of prospecting, if you will. The entire approach that I take to LinkedIn actually causes me to have a consulting company. It is my primary focus on the initial prospecting that I do, typically then followed up with email and telephone after that. But LinkedIn can be your absolute best way to prospect out there. It literally can. It can change and revolutionize everything you do. But I just want to tell you that it does require a little bit of a mixture between art and science on trying to figure out the what, the how, the when, and so forth. And so I'm going to talk to you today about some of the things that you can do to start changing or begin doing more on LinkedIn so that you can actually prospect better, set more appointments, begin those relationships, how to connect with people, how to message people, how to begin getting them to notice you, how to start an interaction, how to actually use social media socially to eventually turn them into premium paying clients 
which you can earn a commission. How to use LinkedIn, how to prospect using LinkedIn. Now, as I mentioned, I use LinkedIn a lot and I've been, I've been active on LinkedIn, I would say probably for the last five to six, maybe even seven years, okay? But prior to that, I was like many people out there that had a LinkedIn profile and just simply never used it. It was there. I thought, okay, this thing is just, it's a resume out there. You know, I've got it. If anybody wants to know about me, there it is. Like it, it wasn't ever updated. The stuff was old and antiquated. Um, it really didn't speak to anybody. It didn't say anything that I really did offer and so forth. It was just there. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I guess if you really put it this way, I probably opened up my LinkedIn account just so that I could secure my name so that nobody else would take it. And that was basically the gist of how I used LinkedIn. Now, when I decided that I was going to get out of the sales side of selling insurance and opening up my consulting company, I decided that I really wanted to start figuring out LinkedIn. I was just going to go all in on LinkedIn. And so I started doing a lot of different research. I began trying to figure out what my profile should look like. I started looking at a lot of different people in various spaces, LinkedIn influencers. I started looking at you know famous salespeople. I looked at a lot of... Um, you know, digital course content creators. I looked at insurance people. I looked at all different types of industries and so forth about how to create your profile because I thought if you make it, they will come. But that didn't. It didn't happen that way because it's not so much even just the profile. It's the content that's behind the profile. It's the activity that is behind the profile. And it definitely took me a little while to figure it out. But, you know, again, although, um, you know, I do a lot on LinkedIn, I don't necessarily propose myself as a, a pure LinkedIn strategist, although I know enough to help you write a lot of accounts. I know enough to help you probably write over $100,000 of commission this next year just by mainly using LinkedIn going forward. That really is, I guess it's a little bit of a brag statement there, but yep, I feel that I can help you use LinkedIn so that you would be able to write $100,000 of commission next year. That's just LinkedIn, not even including what you might do with um, your telephone calls or emails or networking events or walk-in visits, things like that. Just LinkedIn. It really, really works. Again, here's also something that's not a brag statement, okay? Okay. On average, for the last several years now, probably at least for the last four years, I have made well over $150,000 just in personal income from my LinkedIn strategies uh, that I actually utilize for my own prospecting, okay? For my consulting company, you know, at least $150,000. Last year alone, it was no doubt probably around $250,000 of personal income that is brought in just because of how I use LinkedIn. There's other things that are out there that I do and utilize in regards to my follow-up program, but as I said, LinkedIn is usually where I spend the bulk of my time. Literally about $250,000 a year right now is what I'm bringing in and take-home take home money, personal, from, from what I'm doing on LinkedIn because that's where I'm spending the bulk of my time, right? I do feel that you can replicate that process for yourself. It's not that I have uncovered some kind of like crazy way in which to do it. No, it's a matter of being consistent. It's a matter of being focused. It's a matter of being micro-niched. It's a matter of presenting solutions to people's problems. It's a matter of resonating with them. And I know that you can do this as well. 
You absolutely could do this without question. There's no reason whatsoever why you can't do this. It just requires that we start thinking about it a little bit, right? Now, again, this is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. So the people who are no doubt likely listening to this podcast tend to be insurance producers, not sales carrier rep representatives, not underwriters, not claims people necessarily. More than likely, insurance producers, property and casualty, EB, I would suspect that's probably the vast majority of it. If you go look at what I do, even just on my permission uh, main LinkedIn profile, you'll see that I am predominantly working with insurance agents who sell insurance. Insurance agents who sell, producers, agency principals. And it's vast, the vast majority of it is independent agents. I really don't work too much with farmers agents, although I have in the past. It's independent agents around the country that who are selling insurance, not account managers, not claims people or anything like that, just insurance people. Just by putting out content on a regular basis that resonates with insurance agents that are there trying to figure out how to prospect, how to sell, how to win broker of record letters, how to close business, how to build their book of business. Listen, just by that small micro niche of insurance agents who sell, who are independent agents, not direct writers, not captive, just the independent, just PNC and health benefits for the most part, just those. I was able to do about $250,000 in personal revenue just from predominantly focusing on LinkedIn in my personal prospecting efforts. Imagine what you could do if you started going after your particular niche industry and just started dialing in, just started going all in. You know, one of the things that I think about is now that I have a pretty good feel about how this works, how to actually utilize LinkedIn, I'm probably to the point now where I'm going to start branching out to doing the same kind of thing for realtors, the same kind of thing for you know accountants, lawyers. Look at how many different people out there, types of people are actually using LinkedIn a lot. And it is a great way in which to begin relationships. It is a great way in which to start prospecting. There are so many different businesses out there that are on LinkedIn. But I also need to know that there are some people that don't use LinkedIn. Okay, So for example, have some clients that do agricultural. They write farmers. Well, I don't think the average farmer's on LinkedIn. Sorry, I just don't think the average farmer is on LinkedIn. Uh, another one does a lot of farm labor contractors. I don't think the average farm labor contractor is probably on LinkedIn. If that prospect isn't there, then that's probably not a great way in which to use LinkedIn, at least not for that particular industry. There's lots of industries you can go after, but how do you want to utilize LinkedIn so that it will allow you to win more clients and make more money? I do believe that there are a number of different ways that you can do this, a number of different ways in which you can position yourself. The choice, however, is yours. And the choice, however, is whether or not you're going to do it consistently or you're going to be like a lot of people out there who might try something for a little while and when they don't see immediate results, they throw in the towel and they say, see, I told you it wouldn't work for me. I actually hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. I hear from a lot of different insurance agents that, that, that this would not work for me. I just want to ask you, how many connections on LinkedIn do you have? And how many do you think are actual connections that you have with prospects rather than non-prospective clients? 
I would suspect if you're like most insurance agents out there, the vast majority or a very huge percentage of your overall connections tend to be insurance-related type people. There are other people at your agency, other agency know, they're underwriters or salespeople, all that, but not too many prospects. You know, it's really difficult to use LinkedIn for a prospecting tool if you're not really connecting or trying to connect with your prospects. So it does require that we have to sort of take a step back and look at the way in which you're using or utilizing LinkedIn. Are you really getting the, the advantage that it offers or are you kind of like shooting yourself in the foot? So we have to step back. We have to decide how we're going to use LinkedIn. There's a lot of different ways in which you can use LinkedIn. As an example, if you're an agency principal for a moment, let's just say you want to use LinkedIn, not necessarily to prospect, but you want to use it to recruit. Maybe you're an agency principal who decides, I don't necessarily want to do it for prospecting, but I want to be able to find new producers. You could actually set up your entire LinkedIn strategy to do precisely that. Um, you don't have to actually use it for, for prospecting, but you do have to have a strategy. And I would tell you that one of the things I hear very often from insurance agents is that they don't want to micro-niche into LinkedIn because, well, what if one of their clients sees that they're now a quote-unquote specialist in auto dealerships, but your client tends to be um, maybe a, a, a garment manufacturing company? Look, I would just tell you, most clients don't know. They don't care. They're not sitting around checking out what you're doing on LinkedIn. Uh, they've got their own business. They've, they're dealing with their own stuff. That's not an issue. Very rarely have I ever seen that to be an issue. I will also hear from employee health benefits. Love you guys, but you guys are notorious for not wanting to micro-niche because you say, well, we can write anything. We can write health insurance for any business. Why should we micro-niche? Yeah, I get it. But you're also not really resonating with anybody if you're trying to be all things to everybody. The jack of all trades is dead. Stop trying to resuscitate him. He's gone. It's a different world. The age of the generalist has come and gone. It is the micro-niche producer right now who wins the day. Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merged? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him. I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's, let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand and like a good solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia. We saw his operation and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at virtual Intel. That's with two L's. That's virtual I N T E L L dot com. Go check us out. See what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology delivered right into your agency. And you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, recruiting, recreating, trying to find processes. Just there's so much stuff. I can't even say it right. That's right. Virtual Intel cast certified. And again, sort of getting back to like, how, how do you want to use 
pro, how do you want to use LinkedIn in order to, to win new business? Well, the question I have is, how many clients are you trying to get in a year? Are you trying to get 250 clients every year? I would suspect probably not. Are you trying to get 100 new clients this next year? I would suspect probably not. Are you trying to get 25? Probably not. I would suspect if you're going after even fairly decent size accounts, let's just call it even like $5,000 okay, of commission. If your minimum revenue threshold is $5,000, if you write 20 counts in a year, that would put you at 100 grand for new business. I would probably also tell you if you can do $5,000 accounts, you can sure, certainly do 10, $10,000 accounts. Well, you only need 10 clients then to have $100,000 a year. If you're going after stuff that's $25,000 of revenue, you only have to get four clients in an entire year to hit your $100,000 book of business. So how many clients do you really feel you need to get in order for it to be a good year? How many clients would you need to get from LinkedIn in order for it to really make it worth your while? This really is the issue. What type of business are you going to go after? What type of industry? What size of account and so forth? You will be able to win more business. You will be able to, to resonate with your insurance buyer if they see you as somebody who understands them. Yes, absolutely. You can use LinkedIn like a generalist and get very poor results. Or you can go all in in one main area. It could be an industry. It could be a product like workers' compensation XMOD. It could be auto liability in the state of Florida. It could be a lot of different things. You could go after um, professional E&O in the state of California. You can go after contractors. You can do a lot of different things. But if you stay focused in one area in particular, you will do much better. As a sales coach and sales trainer to insurance producers who are independent agents and predominantly property and casualty and EB, again, I don't really do life insurance agents. I don't do annuities or anything like that. I'm predominantly PNC and health benefits. As a sales trainer and sales coach, I could probably do what I'm doing right now in lots of different industries. And I may actually begin branching out in a lot of different industries here in the very near future. I could probably help accountants find more clients. I could no doubt help a lot of law firms begin to brand and market and sell better in order to win new clients, set more appointments, find the right prospects, how to use LinkedIn. I could probably do this in a lot of different industries, but I decided to go all in with insurance agents. See, you got to start kind of small and become the biggest fish in that pond. And once you're there, then you can start branching out. And I'm not just saying it's the pond that, that everybody's in. It's your pond. Whatever your geographic territory is, if you will. Whatever you are known for. I could have done a lot of things. I could have gone after a lot of industries. I decided to go all in on insurance agents. In fact, I micro-niched even more than that. I decided to become the go-to agent when it comes to broker of record letters. That is my predominant focus. It was a deliberate decision by myself on how I was going to start utilizing LinkedIn going forward. And by thankful to God, very successful at it up to this point. And so here's the thing. I'm actually going to be putting out a lot of content in the very near future about how to use LinkedIn. I am going to be working with you as insurance agents on how to do this, how to prospect with it. 
it's going to be a course, kind of a slash coaching um, course that I'm putting together, and it's going to be something that you buy. It's not going to be too expensive, but it's going to be something that gives tremendous value. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm actually going to be giving you the, the information on what you need to do on how to set up your profile, what it should say, what it should not say, what should your about section say, what should it not say. I'm going to actually give you the words, and then you just kind of cut and paste and put it in there and kind of change things based upon whatever it is you're going after. I'm going to show you how to actually message any of your, your potential connections that you want to reach out to. I'm going to show you the how to, how to get notifications to your, your prospects in the right and most ethical way. I'm actually going to give you, literally, give you inside the program the actual content that you can use each and every day to just cut and paste and use it for the content that you're putting out there. Okay, just cut and paste. Just put it right out there. Change a couple things if you want, based upon your industry, and there it is. You know, one of the most difficult things that insurance agents you know struggle with is what should I actually put out there? What kind of content should I put out there? You know what I do when it comes to my content? I don't. I usually, I would say, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I rarely ever will have my content scripted out the day before. I normally do it after I wake up in the morning and I'm sitting on the chair or the couch and I'm drinking coffee. And I typically do it on my smartphone, although sometimes I do it on my, my, uh, my Mac, MacBook. But I'll sit there drinking coffee and I'll say, hmm, what kind of problems do my prospects have? Hmm, my prospects have a hard time prospecting. Maybe I could talk about a way in which to prospect. Hmm, my clients tend to deal with difficult uh, way in which to like figure out a script. Maybe I'll talk about scripting today. Hmm, my clients tend to deal with having difficulty closing the sale, asking for the business. Maybe I'll put out some content today that is that. And I just sit there on the couch, 15, 20 minutes max, and I'm done. That's it. You don't have to do a ton of work or a ton of time to actually put out the content. It's not that difficult. But when it comes down to it, your content should be based upon solving problems that your prospect has. The more free content, listen to me, pay attention, the more free content, nope, you're still not paying attention. I want you to listen up. This is what is all about. The more free content you put out there that helps your prospects solve their problems, the more money you will make, period. The more content you put out there, whether it's LinkedIn or anywhere else, but the more content you put out there that helps people solve their problems, the more money you will make. That's it. I mean, frankly, people are just saying, gosh, this, this person just keeps, keeps putting out answers to the problems that I'm dealing with, and it's for free. I, I wonder how good it would be if I actually had to pay them. That's what you're trying to get these people to see. This is what you're trying to get these people to understand. The more, the better the content that is free, the more they're going to trust you, the more they're going to like you, the more they're going to resonate with you, the more they're going to follow you, the more they're going to share your content, the more they're going to purchase from you. Literally, 100%. That's it. If we can just give them free information that helps them, that's the no like, and trust factor. It does serve as a great way in which to market let me just tell you, if I can put it this way, helping people is your best marketing strategy. Helping people is your best marketing strategy. Hands down, to use LinkedIn, it will not be in your best interest to always be spammy, to always be asking for a, for a business, for a sale. 
but just put out a lot of free content and it will be helpful. And it's a lot easier to create content if you are focused on one particular industry or you have one area of focus, expertise, that you're really trying to highlight, right? If you are really focused on workers' compensation and lowering X mods, you can do that for a lot of different businesses. Maybe that is your focus. And all you're trying to do is really sort of resonate with anybody out there that you're connected to with or in a group or just straight connected that might be right now struggling in their business dealing with an X mod. Because all you have to do is just kind of like put out some information that's really helpful. Let me give you an example. Have a client who um, does oil and gas and was working with him about how to like set up his whole prospecting strategy and went, spent some time with him doing one-on-one coaching about how to actually like set up his LinkedIn profile and the kind of content that he was putting out. And what he was doing is he was putting out content that was focused on workers' compensation and then he just used oil and gas terminology in it. So it was basically content that was generated, focused on workers' compensation, but then he would use it like top, top three ways oil and gas companies can lower their XMOD. Top five things oil and gas companies can do to have better safety. Um, top three ways oil and gas companies can make sure their employees don't have claims. Whatever it is. He was just focused on doing it that way, just kind of putting out consistent content, just kind of putting out consistent content, being involved in some of the groups, um, and so forth. And one of his prospects ended up just kind of seeing what some of that he was putting out there. The prospect went to his profile, because that's what normally always happens first. They check out your profile. They went to the profile and checked out that, you know what, this guy's like focused, focused on oil and gas, right? He's an insurance agent who's focused on oil and gas. I mean, if your insurance profile just says insurance agent, no, they don't need you. They already got one of those. But his is focused on oil and gas. And so the oil and gas people are saying, that's my guy. I need somebody who really understands my business. And so the guy, this prospect, just kind of started watching, checked out his profile, just began watching, and then actually reached out to him directly, okay? Reached out to him directly on LinkedIn and asked to set up a telephone call. Now, the interesting thing about this is that the prospect isn't even in his his state, several states away. The prospect's in Texas, okay? Obviously, the the insurance agent wasn't in Texas, several states away. The prospect reached out to him and said, I'm interested in having a conversation. Well, lo and behold, the prospect was paying about half a million dollars in premium. The insurance agent ended up getting it. Why? Because he's focused on oil and gas. Again, how many clients do you actually need? How many clients do you need in a year? I would usually tell you that you really can't even service more than maybe 50 or 70 in your entire career at any one time, let alone how many you want to get just in one year. If you do it right, it can absolutely change everything that you're going to be doing this next year. You can make a lot of money just by focusing on this LinkedIn strategy. But you have to be all in. And so here's the thing. If you are interested in figuring out how to use LinkedIn to start setting more appointments, to begin prospecting better, to figure out how to market and brand yourself, to begin then closing business on more accounts, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to email me at charles at permissiongroup.com. That is charles at permissiongroup.com. Or feel free to message me on LinkedIn, but email's better because what I'm doing right now is that this uh, LinkedIn strategy is coming out in just a couple of weeks. Okay, It's coming out in just a couple of weeks. And what I'm doing is the people who actually respond to me in email, I've got all of those emails right now in a folder, and each of those people are getting access to the program for a 50% discount. People who aren't 
emailing me, if they want it, they're going to have to pay full price. But the people that are going to actually like email me and say they're interested and want to know more are going to get a coupon for a 50% discount on the actual program. Again, I'm going to be providing everything to you, the actual content, how to set all this up to give you a formula on how to actually start utilizing LinkedIn in a way for your prospects that's going to start helping you win more business. And so if you're interested and you want to start figuring out how to do this, email me at charles at permissiongroup.com and I'll do everything I possibly can to start explaining that to you and you'll have access to the 50% discount when it goes live. And the thing also is that once um, I set it up open, I'm probably only going to have that cart available maybe for three days to seven days. I'm not quite sure, but let's just call it three or four days. And then I'm closing it and that's it. I'm probably not going to open it up for several more months and I'm just going to be done with it. Um, I might just like bring in a few hundred people and that's it. And then those you know, few hundred people who access it, you know, I'm going to be working with them over the course of uh, several months on making sure that their LinkedIn is all set up. They're the ones who are prospecting on your clients. They're the ones who are prospecting and setting up appointments with your clients. If you're not going to be one who's going to be a part of it, then I'm going to be working with the people who are, and they might be going after your clients. And so that's the thing. I want to spend some time working with a smaller number of people on more of a kind of an intimate one-on-one basis to help these people. Rather than trying to market to the masses, I'd rather just help people in my pond. I'd rather just help people in my pond. That's me. That's just me. That's not, I'm not like everybody else. I'm not like you. I'm not like anybody else. It's just me. Everybody's different. And that's how I prefer to do my business. And so the thing is, I know it's going to provide you a ton of value and it could absolutely revolutionize the way that you prospect. In fact, if I can be so bold as to say this, if we start helping you figure out your LinkedIn strategy, and to begin using it in a wise manner, you might never have to make another cold call in your life. You might never have to do anything else except do this for 15 to 30 minutes a day and you'll be finished with your prospecting. It really is amazing what can be done on LinkedIn. How to prospect using LinkedIn? That's what we started talking about today. Again, reach out to me, charles at permissiongroup.com if you're interested. But I want to leave you with this last, this last sort of thought. If you are not visible on LinkedIn, you are then completely absent from one of the most tremendous ways in which to prospect that is available. To not be using LinkedIn is to essentially be completely unavailable Digitally. Digitally. There's only so many ways in which to prospect. You can make cold calls, that's one. You can do email, that's two. You can send text messages. You can do social media. You can go to networking events. You can do walk-in visits. Maybe you send them something by direct mail. You can meet with your circles of influence and try to get referrals. But that's typically about it. There's really only about seven, eight, maybe nine ways in which to prospect. And social media is one of the big three. And if you're not using social media or you really don't have a process or a strategy, you are missing out in one of the most tremendous ways in which to prospect. Wouldn't it benefit you to spend a few hundred dollars to actually get it figured out 
so that you could potentially write $100,000 of commission this next year? I think it would be making sense to do that. I think you'd be doing yourself and your family a great disservice if you didn't email me at charles at permissiongroup.com to be able to get on the waiting list and the 50% discount. But for those of you who already right now are using LinkedIn and you're getting the results that you want, no need to reach out to me. For those of you who are already using social media and you're getting more than enough clients that you don't need any more help, no, feel free, you don't need to reach out to me. It's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. But it's definitely for those who want to build a $1 million or more book of business. It's amazing how many accounts you could meet with and win loyal clients over the course of even this next year by just going all in and figuring out how to prospect using LinkedIn. My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Network, where I teach and train insurance agents how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast.